Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There may be changes coming the next time someone is hosting the U105 phone-in. It might be a female. If we go by the headline in the Belfast Telegraph today, time now for Northern Ireland radio bosses to put more female voices into top slots. The time is now prime for this to happen, says an expert. Uh, Let me speak to Charlene Haggerty, who is an expert. Charlene, good morning. Good morning, Frank. It's nice to talk to you. It's lovely having you on, Charlene. You're involved with women's work and you're one of the people who feel that uh, the female voice is not represented enough on radio in Northern Ireland. Yes, that that appears to be the case at the moment, but something that the work that we do through the Women's Work Festival, which is a five-day festival dedicated to celebrating the contribution that females make to the music industry. Now, we're, we're, our pursuit here is to, to demonstrate the amount of amazingly talented females who are present already in the music industries across various different guises, from being live performance talent to being radio voices, to being involved in the media, to being involved in tour management. The list is quite exhaustive, but what our aim is to demonstrate the people that are doing it at the moment as a means to achieve better equality across the board. And one particular issue that we've, we're examining this year is the the lack of female voices within kind of prime time slots in Northern Ireland. And we're, we're posing the question really and starting the conversation on that. It's an interesting point, and there's an article in the Belfast Telegraph, as I say, today, but part of the article sort of contradicts itself, If and I hope the, the writer, if it doesn't mind me, is saying that, uh, David O'Donnell, great article and a, a well worth reading, but he, he, the, the whole thing is about a lack of women in prime spots, and then it names so many women who make major contributions to prime time radio on all the stations here. For example, the breakfast show on U105, we just had Denise is the, the co-presenter on it. There's a, a reference to Kate Conway, who works on uh, Q Radio. There's a, a reference, indeed, to Rebecca McKinney, who's on uh, Cool FM. Of course, there's Caroline uh, Fleck, who's a, a well-known uh, radio presenter with uh, Downtown Radio. There's Kerry McLean on Radio Ulster. There's a reference uh, to Karen Patterson on Radio Ulster. And th- the biggest snap of all is for Carolyn, who comes on after me here on the, the radio between 12 and uh, and three, there, you know, we almost run out of names. I, I don't even see a reference to one of our other uh, main presenters, Linda Cullen, who uh, presents excellent radio here on, on U105. The list goes on and on. That's why I'm wondering why there's a concern about a, a shortage of, of female voices. The list 
that you just read out is truly dynamic and all the voices contained in that are, are really, really important. I think what what we get whenever we look at where we're at in Northern Ireland at the minute compared to the UK is where we find that there's a change happening in the UK and we want to make sure that that's positively reflected in Northern Ireland. So at the moment, uh, on the breakfast prime time slots, there are women with their own shows who are engaged for the core purpose of playing and introducing music. And what we tend to find in Northern Ireland that the females are present in a co-anchor position as opposed to having their own show. Um, then you find that that kind of uh, women have shows in the evenings and, and sometimes the weekends. So the list that you read out is all present and correct. But what we're finding in the UK with the big massive overhaul that just happened across the, the BBC network, just one example um, where Zoe Ball, Lauren Laverne, Marianne Hogg, they've all got their own um, shows in the morning. And now that's something that I don't distinctly remember growing up as um, as being as present. You know, you tune into the radio in the morning and more commonly you would find a male voice. Um, and not that that's a problem overall, because the, the, the quest here is not to um, detract from anything. It's to achieve just equality so that a young female on her way to school in the morning with her mum in the car can tune in and hear that, oh, there's a woman on the radio. Perhaps that's a job option for me rather than what we find was commonplace um, where it would be the male voice. And, and maybe that can have a, a bit of an isolating effect. I, I don't want to be in any way facetious here, but is it not possible that the women are too busy to do radio because they all seem to be doing TV? Again, I don't. I don't believe that that's the. the the, the issue now there there has been quite a number of really really good initiatives stuff we're really in support of with radio stations trying to put a call out um, to try and get more younger voices in and, and, and try and uh, correct the gender imbalance now what we're finding uh, the feedback from that is is that still it's predominantly males applying for that position so what we think then the reason for that is is that even before the opportunities become available that in the young female mind or the, the mind of women uh, or girls of any age, to be honest, is that that's a that's a, a boy's job or that's a, the, an opportunity that's more ripe for a male. And we don't really believe that that's true because, as, as you say, the, the roll call of examples of women and their dynamic voices that are currently on the radio, I think, shows a breathtaking opportunity for women and, and girls who maybe want to aspire. So what we're trying to do is really create visibility, create the conversation, figure out if there's more that we can do and then look to a future where we've got a really, really good um, equal gender um, parity across daytime um, primetime slots on radio. There used to be a very old-fashioned attitude years ago when I would have been a kid that there would have been a sense that the listener preferred the male voice. Now, I never subscribed to that, I need to emphasise. But do you think some people still hold on to that uh, old theory? Again, I don't. I don't think so. I think that's kind of being exposed for it being maybe just um, uh, an outdated theory, as opposed to based on any kind of form of evidence. You know, certainly from the the, the early radio days, you know, you had you know the the reassuring voices of a lot of males that you know you got to know because they were created. That position was created for them. They they Kenny Everett, you know Brian Matthew. Um, John Peel was a major voice, you know, but those opportunities were available and that trust was was there and built. I do think for the females that we have at the moment, you know, the the, the different dynamics that are 
that are brought through the female voice are really, really important. Um, so I don't think there's kind of anything anchored in any research or anything credible that would suggest that the female voice isn't as important on the radio as the male voice. But yeah, history does demonstrate something quite difficult and that's the work we're doing at the minute just to try and make sure as I say any young woman uh, or girl who uh, are listening to the radio um, that they can see that as a potential opportunity and a a source of employment uh, for themselves in the future because it's a really interesting and vital form of communication. And you feel that Northern Ireland's playing catch-up to some extent because you mention the network radio stations and there are many examples, including uh, Talk Sport, where there are outstanding uh, female presenters as anchors on some of the the major uh, programmes. Five Live is another example too, where women have really been uh, to the four and five live almost from from day one. You you, you think maybe the mindset of the employer in Northern Ireland is needs to to speed up to to see women as equal to men when it comes to anchoring a role such as this one that I have? Yeah, potentially. But again, I think there are a number of really good initiatives. It's important to celebrate that. You know, there are efforts being made by commercial broadcasters and public broadcasters to try and encourage um, more voices and really deal with the gender issue that they accept is there, okay? So it is accepted that there is definitely a gender imbalance whenever you look at all the radio schedules in Northern Ireland at the moment. And so their response to that has been to create more opportunities and more initiatives. So what we're trying to do to kind of help that along is make sure that the conversation is present because at the moment if if there's extra opportunities being created for women and women are not applying as much as men are well then that creates the understanding that the issue is before that stage it's in the perception around whether is that a job for me um i was in Canada years ago with my partner and I remember being really quite taken back by the fact that there was a lot of females working in the construction industry like on the streets working in building sites. Now I had to you know, think about why in my mind that resonated so deeply. But it was because in Northern Ireland you don't see that. You don't see that very often. You tend to find that, you know, it's males. So the kind of psychological kind of uh, reinforcement of that is maybe a young woman who wants to work in the construction industry in Northern Ireland has that extra hurdle in front of them. So we're taking the kind of that, that model and that mode with radio and just making sure that the conversation is prevalent and prime and we're making sure that anyone out there who's, you know, female born or female identifying who wants to have a radio career feels like that's an option for them and there's various channels there. So our event is happening as a means of creating that connection point. So I'm really glad that we've got Maria Campbell who's originally from Belfast but is holding it down in BBC Radio 1 in London We've got Lisa Favell from 89FM and we've got um, Caroline Fleck from Downtown. It's really important that those those strong voices and those experiences are brought in so that people on a day-to-day basis can meet with them, talk about their experiences, figure out how all of those women find their pathways into where they're at right now. And hopefully, we, we, we hope the overall aim is that that will inspire other people to see it as a very valid opportunity for them. Okay, and just very, very briefly, when is the festival? 
Okay, so Women's Work runs from the 5th to the 9th of June. Um, the full details of every event that we have is on womensworkni.co.uk. So it's all on the website. We have a range of events happening. Uh, there's, uh, as you can imagine, lots of live performance events. But alongside that, we've got events like the Re- Revolution Radio, where it's designed to encourage, empower and educate. A lot of our events are free to attend or the barrier to entry isn't very high, i.e. we really strive to make it accessible for people. And important to note, Frank, women's work is not just for females, it's for everyone. Our efforts here are trying to create an equal playing field for women, but thankfully in the past men have come along and as allies to support that and support the amazing uh, breadth of talent that we have here in Northern Ireland. So thank you so much for allowing me to come on and talk about it today. I appreciate it. Not a bother. Charlene, that's brief, is it? Charlene, Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Thank you.